Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work in my office today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today. It's good not to be alone today. I, I can't imagine being all alone doing this. You're, you're a brave man, Pastor it, Luke. It was unique. What I did was I just decided, okay, let me just record this thing. And if I really do hate it, I'm just not going <laughs> to ever post it. Nobody will ever hear it. And and uh, But I just decided, okay, I'm just going to do this. And I was satisfied with how it flowed okay. and how it went. It was strange, though. Yeah, I can imagine it being a little strange. Because it's usually the two of us, 100% of the time. Yeah. And then every now and then there's like guests. Right. So, But it's always us two. Yeah. But then then yesterday was just you. Was, or la- not yesterday, last week. Last week, it was just me. And it felt a little odd, I'll yeah. be honest with Well, you. the reason that it was just you last week was you and I were both out of town for about three days. Yeah. But... They were completely different three days of the week. So I was in the office two days last week, and you were in the office for a day or a day and a half or something last week, uh-huh. but they never overlapped, Yep. which was a little bit strange. Yeah. That there was, it never seemed like there was consistently like the same people in the office. And that was another thing that I was strange about the day that I was in the office. <laughs> you were the only one in the office. I was the only one in the office. I didn't know that was going to happen. So I was like, half the day went by, and I was like, where's Leanna? Right. <laughs> and then, the, and also even my wife, my wife was supposed to be here, and she wasn't Yeah. either. Uh, she eventually did come in, but I thought she was coming in at like 10 a.m. Yeah. She ended up coming in like after lunch. Oh, okay. So like the whole morning, I was like, where is everybody? Yeah. <laughs> it's just odd day for me. Yeah. I was thinking about it. There's li- there was literally not one day last week in the office. Where the youth staff was the same. Yeah. It was a di- different, like totally different staff every single day of the week. And if people don't quite understand how the even the, the church building is set up, we kind of have like one side of the church is youth youth staff. Yeah. And then the other side of the church is like the other staff. Right. So I even went to the other, um, there was a prayer meeting that, yeah. that Jen called. And I showed up to the prayer meeting. Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of people gone for that meeting, too. There was too. a ton of people from that side of the church completely gone. Yeah. It was, I was the only guy there. Yeah. Which was weird. Yeah, well, because your dad was gone, Rob was gone, Pastor Steve was gone. Uh-huh. Nate, Nate, we usually have a couple, like, guys that are here on Thursdays that do maintenance work. They yeah. Were, they weren't here either. <laughs> they were not here either. And it was weird walking into the prayer room. There was, like, four girls sitting in there. And I was late to the prayer meeting. Yeah, because I forgot. I usually forget. It's usually there's like a if nobody if people don't understand how this works. But at some point during the day, you will get a text message telling you what time prayer is. Right. Well, sometimes I forget. Yeah. Because it's not the same. It's not the same every day. And uh-huh. usually that's why we can. You know, it's great to have a, a group of us over here. We can remind each other. I usually need an extra reminder. But since I was the only one over here. You didn't have a reminder. I didn't have a reminder, but what happened was is 10 minutes after the prayer meeting had started, I got a text message saying, are you coming to prayer? Yeah. Which was essentially like, where hey, are you? are late. You're late. Right. It's like, oh, I'm 
come in right uh, now. Sorry, I forgot. And I run down there and I walk into the room and I was expecting to see a, a room full of people. Right. There was like five ladies just sitting in there. <laughs> and I was like, awkward. Like it was so awkward walking into that space. I was like, this is the most awkward situation. It's like the most uh, awkward premiere I've ever been in. Yeah. Uh, well, while, while you were doing that, I was out in an absolutely beautiful setting. Let's see, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday is a gorgeous day, sunshine. Me and my wife were on a three-day canoe trip on the Asabo River. Mm. I mean, just gorgeous, gorgeous views. Did you pack properly for that trip? We did. We packed pretty good. Nice. There was only, I think there was one thing. It wasn't even essential. It was just kind of like, oh, I wish I had this right now. But it wasn't an essential thing at all. What was it? It was a, uh, a scale to weigh a fish. Oh. Because my wife caught a giant fish, and I didn't expect to catch anything that big. And I was like, I should have brought a scale to weigh this because I don't know exactly how much it weighed. Yeah. Um, but I think that was the only thing I forgot. And mostly, I'm going to be honest, most of that credit goes to my wife um, for, like, making a checklist of everything that we need to pack and forcing me to start a pack pile, like, a week before we left. Mm-hmm. Um, because if it was just me, I I probably would have like packed the night before and forgot I forgot <laughs> half the stuff. Yeah, you're like, oh my, I forgot the fishing poles, <laughs> forgot the canoe, I forgot the forks and plates. Oh, I don't have anything to cook with. We we did a camping trip a few summers ago. Um, that's actually last summer. Okay, now that I'm remembering it clearly, and uh, it's just a. a it wasn't that big of a camping trip. It was a, a two-day. Yeah. So it was one night. It was right. two days. But it was the first time that we were taking um, our little kids. I don't know why we call them the littles, but for some reason, our two youngest, we call them the little kids, on a camping trip. And it, it just was like Jen was like packing for everybody. Yeah. And then she packed for herself, too. And we loaded up the car. We got to the campsite. I set up the tent. The kids were riding bikes around the campsite. Oh, yeah. We Man, were, that's so much fun as a kid. We were pretty okay over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just kicked my desk. I don't know if you guys heard that. <laughs> I saw that. Huh? It looked like you kind of had like a quick little like seizure like or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, my microphone was about to fall off my desk into my lap, and I tried to catch it. Uh, I saw all that. And um, so we were just unpacking, and, and I said, why don't you – um." I was just like, I'm going to change my clothes or something like that. It was just okay. that time of day. I was like, I'm going to change my clothes. And she's like, yeah, I think I'm going to change my clothes too. And she <laughs> forgot her clothes. <laughs> she forgot her clothes? All of them. <laughs> Every single – she d- forgot her swimsuit, her sweatshirts, p- a p- pair of pajamas. Yeah. The next day's clothes that you might want to wear. Oh. She forgot everything. And I was just like, what? You forgot your clothes? And she's like, I was so busy making sure everybody else had everything. Yeah. I, I, and she, we left it on the kitchen table. The bag was packed. Gotcha. It just didn't get put into the car. Didn't get put in the car. Yeah. That was funny. That, we did not go back to get him. Yeah. She wore my clothes. We that, shared clothes. That's all awesome. For the two days. Well, that, that reminds me of a, uh, a time that I was camping with my dad and my brother. This was years ago. And the weekend before, my dad had went on a trip with my mom, and he had... Then he got back, unpacked his bag, put his, his dirty camping clothes in the washer, and then he just left his bag right in the laundry room intending on basically he was leaving just a few days later. He's basically going to take the same clothes, put them back in his backpack, load it up in his car, and leave. 
Well, he grabbed his backpack, but he forgot <laughs> to put the clothes back in it. Yeah. Oh. And so he, we got up there, and we were on a uh, my at the time of that had this little fourteen foot uh, boat. We were up up actually in Oscoda, and we were just gonna take a little boat ride down the river. We we're I think we we're fishing and stuff, and I think we were packing the boat back up. And it was really cold for some reason. It was like May or June, but it was a really, really cold weekend. Like the highs were in like the low 60s. Um, it was a real cold weekend. And my dad slipped um, and fell in the water at the boat ramp. Oh, no. And so like his pants yeah. and his sweatshirt, like he like you know put his arm out to catch him. And so his pants and his sweatshirt get soaking wet. He's like, wow, when we get back to camp, I'll, you know, I'll just change into new clothes. Yeah. And we get back to camp, and he opened <laughs> his backpack up. Oh. And there was – I think he had one, like, T-shirt. Oh. <laughs> and so he – in his car, he he found, like, like a wool or, like, a blanket that he just, like, had in the back seat for some reason. Yeah. And, and a knit hat. And so all week – he wore he had like some really short like shorts, <laughs> and then he had a, 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 a blanket that he like tied around his neck like a cape. Yes, and a hat. Oh, and it oh. was funny. And I have been on so many camping trips, so many adventures, little things like this. I feel like I could keep going for the next hour. Oh on yeah, story after story after story of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's get into our topic. Let's do it. I like it. Um, I don't know what the title of this podcast will be, but we'll find it as we go. Yeah, that's usually the case with us. We'll find it as we go. But I do know what I want to talk about. I want I to talk it. about being too busy. Ooh. All right. Dead serious. This happened literally today. I saw, I think it was on Instagram. I saw an ad for like a, I don't even know what the ad was for, honestly. I have no idea. But it was like, there is... Such thing as too busy, period. <laughs> click here to find more. Yeah. I didn't click, but it, it, we, we, it's such a problem that Instagram is posting about it. Yeah. It's such a problem that Instagram is telling people to get off Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, and really the truth, the truth and reality is about my own personal life right now is that I've been too busy. Mm. And the interesting thing is, is that I'm usually very good about making sure I have breathing room in my day, right? Um, in my week, in my month, in my year. But this summer, oddly enough, it it and not purposefully either. It got busy. Yeah. And um, Jen, and I feel over a little bit overwhelmed with our schedule lately. Um, seriously, uh, too busy, and so I started to. And I wanted to talk about this, but I didn't want to come on the air with, like, just me talking about how we're all just too busy. You need to stop. Like, I wanted to figure out a little bit more about, like, why why do we get so busy? Hmm. And I did a little research into this topic. Not not a lot. But what I want to do is talk about the root of this and then what to do about it. And I think okay. that will help. I think what what's going to happen here, Pastor Aaron, is we're going to help ourselves, mm-hmm. and then we're going to help others too. I love it. Here's the, really the um, – there's some roots to busyness, uh, underlying reasons why we make ourselves so busy. I'm going to give you one, 
and then we'll talk a little bit. I want to hear what you think. Okay. Okay. Here's here's I only have one, but there's more. Okay. And I want to see maybe what you think too. One of the reasons people busy themselves up so much is they have a strong desire to feel good enough. Hmm. Yeah. Desire to feel good enough. Wanted. It feels yep. good to be wanted. Right. If it, I need you. It feels good. I need you to show up. I need you to do this for me. I need you to follow up with this person. I need you to call me back. I need you to text me. Yeah. I, like, I need you to be at this at this party. I need you to be at this event. I need you to be in this meeting. I need you to, to lead this. I need you to meet this person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All we, that stuff. We like that feeling of wow, it feels good to be wanted. Yeah. What Around that like idea there, Pastor Aaron, what, what else? Why are there other reasons maybe why people like really, really busy themselves up? Yeah, I was thinking about uh, a big reason might be a little bit of FOMO. Yeah. Um, we don't want to miss out on anything, and so we want to be at everything. Because um, if I'm not at everything, I'm going to miss out. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to be a part of the – I'm going to miss out on the inside jokes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's exactly, I'm going to miss out on the inside jokes. I'm going to miss out on this time. I'm going to miss out, uh, on, on maybe, uh, a relationship that could be like a friendship that could be building stronger. And I could be missing out on <clears throat> a story. Like you, you fill in the blank. It, it, there's a million answers. I can't fill in the blank for everything that goes through your head. Yeah. But I think that could be a huge reason why we like to get so busy, why we have so many things on our schedule. I think another thing, Pastor Luke, is that sometimes we don't like – it goes really along with what you said about uh, we like to feel needed, included. Yeah. Is we don't like to s- say no to people a lot. Oh, a people pleaser? Yeah, you're kind of a people pleaser. Yeah. And so maybe uh, lots of people uh, want your attention or want to hang out with you, uh, want to go get coffee with you. Those are all great things, but when you're going to get coffee with this person at nine, having lunch with this person, going on a walk with this person, uh, have a meeting with this person, then you got a Zoom call with that guy, uh, you got a FaceTime call with your family, and got to do laundry, got to <laughs> walk the dog, got to make the lunches, got to clean the house. That that can be get a little busy, and <laughs> you can get. I'm getting a little stressed talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I feel like I'm getting I'm stressed, stressed out. <laughs> I'm getting stressed talking about it because I've been I've done all of those things we just said. Yeah. Like in the past week, you're like, ah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I think maybe a little bit of people pleasing can be in there for There's, sure. I was thinking of something else too. We want to be the superhero. Oh yeah. It takes a certain level of like humility to ask for help. Yep. Hey, I need some help. Hundred percent. I can't do it all on my own. Like, um, so we want to be the superhero. We want to say we did it all on our own. We want to say we want to show off what we accomplished. We want to like, we want to brag about how we did it all. Like, we want to be a superhero. We want people to be like, "Wow, you're awesome." <laughs> but in the inside, we're like dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a cost to all this busyness. They they did some research about like. Uh, they talked about um, like productivity and um, what it, I, I forget what you call it. Maybe you can help me out with this word, but 
product productivity and quality. I think that's the word okay. that I'm talking about. They did some research into getting things produced well at a high quality, and they find that there is this there is this like if if you look at like a graph, so to speak, that like people will produce at a high level and high quality at a certain pace. Okay. But then once the pace speeds up, yeah. the production and the quality drops, which is the exact opposite of what of you what th- you want. What you want. Yeah. You think that if I like like let's just say I can I can sew 100 sweaters a day. Yeah. And but uh, tomorrow I want to do 150. I'm going to work hard, fast. Yeah. But what happens when I work that fast is I don't even get up to a, I don't get to 150 and the quality drops. Right. So I'm not happy with what I created. So there's this like line of like or there's this like graph that shows, hey, if you're going to you got if you're going to produce and keep the quality high, you got to stay at this pace. Right. And each company has to figure out that pace. Um and when you over busy yourself, your product, your productivity drops and your quality drops. Absolutely, that's a that's a result of and a cost of being too busy. You're not going to produce what you want to produce. You're not mm-hmm. going to be happy with what you produce. I like that word you used. Th- that's a cost of being too busy, because <clears throat> because busyness has a cost. Um, even the, uh, there's actually a verse in the Bible. Uh, where Paul is writing, I think to Timothy, I could be wrong about that, but Paul is writing and he's talking about um, people in the church and he's specifically talking about younger widows in the church. And he's like, they they shouldn't just be, or people shouldn't just be busybodies because hmm. then busybodies leads to, can lead to gossip and, and other things. And it's interesting that Paul's like, yeah, there's a cost to being a busybody. Yeah, there's a cost to being busy, and I think one of them is is obviously your, your productivity, your quality goes down, um, or you, you were talking about productivity, but your quality time with people, your quality relationships, uh, your quality at work, all of that goes way down when you start to get super busy. Mm-hmm. Even okay, let me give you an example. If let's say, uh, Pastor, like, you you know this super well. As a youth pastor, you know we get invited to every student. Grad party. Yes. That, yeah, we do. We do. And, and 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 I I love grad parties. I I don't mind going to them at all. But if I have five grad parties in one day, and they're all you know between like one and seven, mm-hmm. and if I'm trying to hit all five of them in the same day, yeah, which we've done something like that. Yeah. Before. Oh yeah. Like th- this isn't like I'm not making this up. At some of those parties, when I'm there to make that connection to see the student, I can get so focused on. Okay, I gotta watch the time. I know it takes me twenty minutes to get from here to the next location, and I gotta make sure that I do that, and then I leave about thirty minutes at the next location because then it takes fifteen minutes to get to the next spot. Yeah, and I'm there, and I'm supposed to be there connecting with the student. I'm supposed to be there connecting with people. I'm supposed to be there intentionally making relationships, and all of a sudden, because I'm so busy, the quality of my intentional quality time with that student goes way, way, way down. Yeah, I'm not even thinking about connecting with the student. I'm thinking about the next drive that I have. The funny thing is, is I've done this situation too, where I have had to go to so many different parties in one day. I went to one party in particular where I didn't even (laughs) talk to the graduate. Right. They didn't even know I showed up. Right. 
That's sad. Right, that is sad. That defeats the whole purpose. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I'm like, hey, tell so-and-so I was here and tell him my congratulations. You know, I left the card in the bin, but I got to go. I'm so sorry, you know, but tell him I'm really proud of him and I love him and I'm going to miss him when they go off to college. Right. Like, but I didn't get any time with him. Yeah. And so that, that's that's a practical example, but it's something that can happen when we get so busy, so busy is the quality of our time and relationships with people goes way down. Yeah. I heard this quote and I really like it. And, and it, it changes the subject, but it also has to do with being too busy. Love it. We're forever on high alert checking our phones. <laughs> yeah. It's it's difficult. We're forever on high alert. Like, it it's frustrating to think that, like, at 10 p.m. at night, somebody can demand something of you. Right. But it's so true. Because how many of us are laying on the couch, just relaxing? Finally off your feet. You're off your maybe, – maybe you're in bed, you're chilling. I don't know what you're doing at 10, but you're, you're, you're off your feet. You're relaxing. You're not supposed to be on work hours. You're not, supposed, you're not even supposed to be connected with really anybody. And then you get a text. You get an email. Yeah. You get a DM. Yeah. It's like, oh, got to respond. Yeah. That's not healthy. It's to, not healthy. To live forever on <laughs> high alert checking our phones. Yeah. You know, Pastor Luke, when Dane and I were on this, this three-day canoe trip, that was actually something that we intentionally did, uh, was really try not to be on our phones. It helps that we were canoeing through the uh, Michigan State Wilderness, and there's no service up there. Praise the Lord. And so I, I actually, what I did was I turned my phone on airplane mode. I put it in a waterproof box in the bottom of the canoe. And I just left it there all day. Mm-hmm. I never touched it. I touched it a few times, or I would grab it and look at the map that I had, like taking a picture of a map, mm-hmm. so I knew where we were on the river yeah. and we were going in the right direction. Uh, dirt, like at night, we get to our campsite when we we're looking for a campsite. Mm-hmm. But that was it. And it was it's funny because people have asked, oh, "What was the best part of your trip?" Honestly, one of the best things was leaving my phone in a box, not looking at it, mm-hmm. not knowing that. If somebody emails me about work today, I'm on vacation. I'm not going to look at it. If somebody texts me, it's not even going to come through, let alone me to be able to respond to it. And that was such a uh, like a weight off my shoulders mm-hmm. and allowed me to be so much more in the moment than than I have been. So here's the here's the big question. What do we do? <laughs> and yeah. I, I think I have s- solutions. Okay. Talk talk this through with me. I love Tell it. me if you agree with me. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. I think we've got to do two things when it comes to our busyness. Because when it comes to business, what you're trying to do is you're focusing on 100 things at once. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. That's why you're busy. You're, you're like, you're everywhere. You're 100 miles per hour. You're focusing on, I can't, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you're like, all of a sudden you, you got to do five things. Yeah. Like right away. Like your focus is like right away getting things done. Yeah. So like. The, the solution to this is what you do with your focus. Hmm. I think that this is the solution. That's good. Tell me if you, if you like this. This is not in the – I don't think this is in the correct order, but right. I have two things. First, just simply focus on connecting with others. Mm-hmm. Second, focus on connecting with God. Yeah. 
I think if you could do those two things, all of a sudden your mind slows down. Yep. So in the morning, when you wake up, I got to pack the lunches. I got to make the coffee. I got to walk the dog. I got to feed the dog. I got to pack my, like, yeah. I got to. I got to take the trash out. Yeah. I got to, you know, whatever else you do in the morning. That could be your focus. Said do this. Focus on connecting with people in your house. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, and mm-hmm. is that, does that feel a little stress, less stressful? Yeah. And focus on connecting with God. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't really know if that's necessarily the right order. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. You can argue with me. Throw a rock at my head. I don't care. <laughs> I think that will... I'm doing these hand motions where I'm bringing them down. Yeah. I think that might help me and anybody else listening to this. I. What do you think about those two things here as we... We're kind of coming towards the end. But what do you yeah. think about just that? No, I think it's a great... I think it's a great principle. I think it's a great thing to put into practice. And here's why, because this is incredibly uh, easy to identify with. When you were talking about waking up in the morning, uh, literally this morning I woke up and I created a checklist in my head of everything I had to get done before I left for work. Yeah. And I was like, I got to make sure I got to make sure that uh, the, the trash went out. I got to make sure that uh, I packed my lunch. I got to make sure that I made coffee, ate breakfast, like, you know, there's a bunch of other stuff on that. I literally woke up making a checklist of things that I had to do before I left for work. Just and this week, I put the trash out at 8 a.m. And the trash man came and got my trash like normal. Yeah. And left a bright orange sticker on my can that said, oops, you made a mistake. We're going to need your trash out by 6 a.m. What? 6 a.m. Why? Uh, they are changing their schedule up or something, their pickup <laughs> schedule, and now our house is like, first on the tour, of <laughs> trash man, <laughs> I guess. And I came inside, and I said, Jen, better set the alarm for 5.45 a.m. every Wednesday now. She's like, why? I was like, because I got to get the trash out. She's like, no. Absolutely not. I was like, I know, I know, absolutely not. But look at the orange sticker we got in our can from the trash man. He gave us a little oops, you made a mistake. No, that's now <laughs> part of my life, Pastor Aaron. That's my life now. Yeah, so you know what you need to do? You need to wake up, you need to connect with the people in your house, my wife and my kids. You need to, the trash man, you don't need to connect with the trash man. The trash man is demanding so much more, <laughs> out of, so much more out of me now. <laughs> and it, what is he, is he adding any more value to your life? No, no, not at all. You need to you need to connect with the people. You need to connect with God, and I, I think that really it does. You you were you were doing those hands hand motions. You know, just bring it down, bring it down. Yeah, that brings it down. Yeah, when when you're when you can do that. Um, and I think, too, Pastor Luke, um, we've talked about this before, but the, the ability to say no to certain things and realize this isn't really that important, or there, maybe there's, there's a workaround. You know, I can put my trash out the night before. Yes. I don't have to get up at 5.45 a.m. And we decided that too, by the way. <laughs> we figured that out. <laughs> I, I, I was sure that you had figured that out. I wasn't even going to be like, hey, you should just do this because I knew that you and Jen are smart enough to figure that out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they're, they're, sometimes you have to say, no, they're, they're, I remember taking uh, um, 
the Dave Ramsey course. I can't remember what it's called right now. Financial Peace University. Financial Peace University as, as a student. And I remember there was a uh, class and it was, he had a really funny title for it. And he's like, I'm going to teach you the most foreign word to the English language. No. <laughs> and he said, and he talked about this. He said, because we love to say yes. We want everything. We want everybody's attention. When somebody asks us for something, we want to say yes all the time. You know who loves to say no? Who, no. Who loves to say no? No. Toddlers? Yes. Yes. Kids? No. They have no issue saying no. Yeah, but we want to say yes all the time. We had a, we had a lot to learn from kids. We do got a lot to learn from kids. They have no issue saying no. <laughs> and... and I, I mean, when I was a kid, I didn't. I wasn't too stressed out about being too busy. <laughs> and and so he said, you know, you you can learn to say no to stuff. Yeah, and that will free free you up. Yeah, it's very very true. And I think that could could be some some real wisdom that we could apply to this idea of being busy. I want to end with this. Love <clears throat> it. Let's do it. If you're in a real emergency situation in life, you're going to do two things. You're going to call somebody you trust mm-hmm. for help, and you're going to pray, which are the exact two things I told us that we should be doing Ooh, come to on. relieve the busyness in our life, which yeah. is focus on others and focus on God. Yep. I'm not telling you to treat your life like a dire emergency, <laughs> but the reality of the situation is, is when you are truly in an emergency, yep. you don't care about... The emails, the, nope. the phone calls, the to-do lists, the chores, the appointments, the meetings, the Zooms, any of that. What you're caring about is I need help from somebody. Yeah. God, I need help from I, you. I need help. I'm not saying you need to live your life it is like an emergency. But what I am saying is that there's a lot to learn when we find ourselves in an emergency what really matters most. Yep. Mm, that's good. I think I think that I think you just wrapped it up. Good. That's a great perspective shift to get people into. Good. Yeah, I like it. Awesome. It's been good to connect with you today, Pastor Aaron. <laughs> it's been great to connect with you today, Pastor Luke. This is not a to-do list of a podcast. This was a half an hour to connect with you. I absolutely love doing a podcast with you. I like genuinely love coming into this room, sitting down, just talking it out, thinking about our thoughts. It's great. I love it. Saying our thoughts out loud. Saying our thoughts out loud. Thinking about our thoughts. <laughs> just going to sit on this podcast and think about our thoughts. Did I say think about our thoughts? Yeah. I meant talk about our thoughts. Talk about our thoughts. I knew that's what you meant. Voice our th- thoughts out loud. So next week when I say... Are you gonna? Are you ready for a podcast? I'm gonna say. Are you ready to connect for half an hour? <laughs> and I'm gonna say absolutely. Because that, that could possibly be like a trick to calm our brains down a little <laughs> bit about the to do list for the day. Right. All right. Uh, let's try it. All right. We'll try it. All right, everybody. Focus on what, connecting with others. Focus on connecting with God. Say no. Lots of strategies here. It's been great to be with you today, audience. It has been great to be with you. I don't care what you say, Preston. I'm gonna say, audience. <laughs> I literally was thinking about how Preston said a few weeks ago that he doesn't like that word. And I was like, well, we're saying it anyway. No, Preston. How do you like that? No. You like that word? No. I'm, it's been great to be with you today, audience. It's been great to be with our audience today. <laughs> Catch you on the next one. Let's go. Bye. Bye.
Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work them off today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today. 